Thank you for coming back to another episode of Let's Think Different, starring Alex Fox. Today, we're going to be recapping on vaccines again. Um, I think I've decided on my podcast, and right now I am recording on YouTube, if you're not watching that already. I'm going to be putting them on YouTube as well as Spotify. I'm going to try to keep them under 30 minutes, and I'm going to try to do one once a month. Basically speaking out my mind on one subject, vaccines other politics stuff or you know anything really bringing cheerios and what they're doing i don't care it depends on the day depends on the time i'm going to try to do it within the week prior to of me uploading it so it's nice and relevant information for you guys i just gotta remember i got a camera i gotta look at now um like i said today it's gonna be vaccines but i do appreciate you guys coming back or if you're new here as you probably are if you don't mind coming back next time appreciate it but got some information i found on the whole vaccine doohickey mabobber for covid 19 um i don't have it in front of my face at the moment but i saw something in regards to the johnson and johnson vaccine uh johnson and johnson themselves they have stopped producing at one of their plants i believe and i saw something along the lines of um stopping because they are what was it they're gonna start producing a different vaccine something along the line something about that um getting slowing down the production of one and starting a new one by the sounds don't quote me um all my information i say don't quote me because i'm not 100 sure i'm just going off my knowledge and whatever floats the boat floats the boat i'm gonna do a quick look here but no vaccines like the previous one i didn't really go into detail because it was my first actual podcast but there has been um some changes as we know for instance, one of the, or a couple of the schools around here, they have um, opened up their uh, regulations on who they're allowing for visitors for their basketball games and so forth. So that's good. Sounds like we're heading in the right direction. But yet when you turn around and look at the news, the news says we're not, or we aren't going in a positive direction. And now it almost seems like that the news, the government, the people that look at it politically and scientifically are trying to hold us back in a sense. And don't get me wrong. I want everybody to be safe. (laughs) You know, the safe comes first, but you only can push out something so long before it just gets troublesome. Like for instance, I think it was with, um, the Canadians on their border, they want their lives back, but I get, think we're holding them back. I don't know exactly on that. I haven't looked into it. Um, but no, something along the lines of, what was it? No, the Canadians want their lives back, but the politics there were not allowing them. But I think they are now opening up a little bit, becoming a little bit, um, relieved per se, which is good, of course. 
I was going to quickly look, but I don't want to take too much time. Now, I don't remember if I talked about the, I think I did, but I'm just going to recap on it about the new quarantine and isolation. Besides, they've changed it too, of course, of the whole requirements here. And they say, oh, um, if you're exposed to COVID-19 and not up to date on your vaccinations, quarantine for at least five days. So you stay home and wear your mask around others if you have to. Okay. After quarantine, watch for symptoms until 10 days after your last close contact. And take precautions, wear a mask, well fitted, blah, 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 blah. Um, so they have changed that because it, you, it did say before, um, sorry, you can't, you guys can't see it, but, um, because what it said before is if you are not, if you were exposed to COVID-19, oh wait, no, I'm not even reading the right, yeah, I'm reading the right section. If you're exposed to COVID-19, that basically they had it before that you didn't have to be quarantining if you couldn't, if you were not able to. And just very skimly going through this, it doesn't say that anymore. So they picked up their toes on that one. Okay, if you're exposed to COVID-19 and are up to date, you don't need a quarantine. You don't need to stay home unless you develop symptoms. Watch for symptoms until 10 days after your close contact. If you develop symptoms, isolate immediately and get tested. If you were exposed to COVID and had confirmed COVID-19 within the past, within the past 90 days, you tested positive using a viral test. Huh? That don't make sense. If you were exposed, I gotta watch my time here. Okay, six minutes. Yeah, that ain't too bad. If you're exposed to COVID 19 and had confirmed COVID 19 within the past 90 days, you tested positive using a viral test. No quarantine. You do not need to stay home unless you develop symptoms. This is still calculating. Huh? That doesn't make sense. How I'm reading this is if you were tested. If you're exposed to COVID-19 and had confirmed COVID-19. So if the person that you came in contact with had COVID-19 within the past, and they confirmed it within the past 90 days, you don't need quarantine unless you develop symptoms. But if you were exposed to COVID-19 up to date to your symptoms, you don't need a quarantine. But if you were not up to date, then you need to stay home for five days. But they just refer reversed it at the end there. Okay. Isolation. If 
you're tested positive for COVID-19 or have symptoms regardless of vaccination status, stay home for at least five days and isolate from others at home. Wear a well-fitted mask if you must be around others in your home. Do not travel. Ending isolation if you if you had symptoms. End isolation after five full days if you are fever-free for 24 hours without any dr- drugs, medicine, and your symptoms are improving. Ending isolation if you did not have symptoms. End isolation after at least five full days after your positive test. If you're severely ill with COVID-19 or immunocompromised, you should you should isolate for at least 10 days. Consult with your adult doctor before ending it. Uh, do not travel, wear your mask for 10 days. So they have changed this a little bit since I last saw it. So the only thing I'm going to say is that the calculating quarantine is kind of funky. Because the last section there, the first two sections make sense. Because that's what they had it before. If you are exposed and not up to date, then you're going to be quarantined for five days. And then you watch your symptoms and then you can go back. You know, watch your symptoms, and if you're fine, then go to work, go out, do whatever. If you're exposed to COVID-19 and you are up to date, then you don't quarantine, okay? Unless you develop symptoms, that makes sense. But then in the last section, if you're exposed to COVID-19 and had confirmed COVID-19 within the past 90 days, So, and then it says you tested positive using a viral test. So I came in contact with Billy Smith up the road, and then I ended up getting tested using a viral test, and I became positive. I do not need to quarantine. You do not need to stay home unless you develop symptoms. Watch for symptoms until 10 days after you last had close contact. If you develop any symptoms, you immediately get tested, isolate immediately and get tested, continue to stay home until you know the results. So it tells me how it's saying is if you get, take it, forgot about the darn camera again. If you get, if you do an in-home test, and it comes back positive. You gotta go. You gotta isolate and get a real test, if that's how you want to put it, and see what happens. Doesn't make sense. And also, it says within the past ninety days. Anywho, I'm gonna switch gears here. But if you guys want to go look at that, it's right on CDC's website. It's kind of wishy-washy. No, they have friggin' paragraphs. Yeah, I ain't going to read it out. Horse manure. There's something else I had to cover that I remember, but now I don't remember. Oh, 
slightly top on it, touch t- touch the hat on it. Um, where I, who I go through for college. I think I touched this on it last podcast too. Maybe not, but they basically before this uh, spring semester started, they wanted. They sent out an email and a notification across social media and all that saying that they are requiring all their students to get the booster to be eligible to go on campus. Well, that to me sounds kind of What's the right word? Quite. I can say not nice. I can say. Um, I could say dumb, but I'm not going to say it that way. Because I think they're trying to cover their rear ends. But I think the fact of it is, is that. They know majority, well, a good handful of their students that are going on campus are going to be your student, your right out of high school, you know, your full-time students. At least that's how I look at it. Granted, you have people coming and going and so forth. My point is, is that they, how they started off the school cycle for the year school year that's how you put it because you know everybody has different terms they had two weeks and it was exactly oh yeah it was exactly two weeks before the first day of the fall semester they were like hey if you want to come on campus you must get vaccinated Well, there, I know quite a few people that ended up changing their minds. Well, I know a few people, at least, that changed their minds on going to college for that specific reason. And some completely got out of college, and some people are like me that are doing it from home now. And the fact that I didn't like is that they gave the two-week notice, and you can't do a whole lot with a college in two weeks. I'll say that right straight. You cannot because not everyone's going to be willing to help you. And their excuses were too busy. It's the start of the year. Yeah, you're going to be busy. Then why did you make the call so soon? And that's the same similar thing that happened with this spring semester. I think it was three weeks instead of two weeks. But it's still the idea that they're saying, hey, you got to get boosted and if you want to come on the campus. You can't even go on. The funny thing is, and I haven't looked at it, see if it's changed again. Because they initially said that they were not going to change the ruling for the... When they give that two-week notice at the start of the fall semester, they said that the protocol was not going to change for the 2021-2022 school year. And there was a lot of messages, a handful of messages on the app that 
were like um, negative, you know, like against it. Because when you literally say that you're going to do one thing and then you ended up doing another thing, that adds bad reputation, bad reputation. I'm going to just try to quickly find it if I can. I don't know if I will be able to. But no, it's, I don't know if ignorance is the right word. There's too many words that could be used in too many slight different variations. But I'm not too happy with it. Like, granted, I had to stay home this spring semester anyways because of their initial um, their initial ruling. But it's just the idea that, like, I, I'm going to restate it, is that they say one thing and then they do another thing. That's another topic I should talk about is the college I'm going to right now. Well, working through right now because it's not not the delightest I could say where is it I don't see it they probably hit it I ain't going to worry about it right now. I ain't going to take time. Waste time, I should say, on the podcast. Because y'all want to know my opinion. And I'm going to be getting to it like I already have. Yeah, I can't find it. I'll find it sometime and bring it to you guys. I might leave a link down below of the YouTube channel. I just created that YouTube channel, so it hasn't been developed, but there's always a start to everything. Oh yeah, right here. Here's the initial one. Under updated COVID-19 safety protocols announced Tuesdays, community colleges are requiring COVID-19 booster shots for all students participating on campus programs. They already require COVID-19 vaccinations for all students attending classes in person or participating in athletic functions. Students who are fully remote, never inside a campus facility, do not require proof of vaccination. Now it's December 21st, requires all Maine Community College students to provide proof of a booster shot no later than one month after becoming eligible for a booster. Under CDC guidelines, a person eligible to get a booster, six months, two months, blah, blah, blah. And then if I go back and older entries, and where is it here? August 12th, starting this fall, main MCCS, I'm just going to simplify it will require all students attending classes in person to be vaccinated against COVID-19 due to the recent surge. Delta um, said Thursday, the safety of faculty and staff has been top priority throughout the pandemic. The latest information about the data, I ain't going to read all that. Where's the good juicy stuff? The new protocol 
which will be in effect for the 2021-2022 academic year, applies to any students taking classes or training at the MCCS facility, including off-campus learning facilities. Students must show that they have received one dose of a vaccine prior to attending the first day of their in-person classes. Students who have only had their first shot when classes begin must prove of a second shot no more than 30 days after the date of the first in-person class, the first fall semester class on August 30th. Da, 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 da. So yeah, just read it at the end of it here, but that's at the start of it, they said you got to be vaccinated. I thought they said something about the two shots, but it was the two shots then. And then they were also introducing the booster shot just shortly within, just like right after, I think they're rolling it out. And now, oh, everybody's got to get the booster. Blah, 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 blah. To me. I understand I'm trying to, well, A, try to do the right thing that you want, that you think is right. And second, trying to cover your rear end and making sure that everybody's still in school in person that needs to be in person. But the fact of it is, and I've stated it to my friends and people I know before, is that with this college, and it seems like with many colleges, at least I assume by the appearance of this college and this community college committee is that once you spend money into the, the college itself for your courses that you're taking, you basically get a name put on your record that says student student and let's just say that sounds a lot like in my eyes that sounds a lot like um let's just say segregation in, in an aspect and where i'm going to lead to this to kind of wrap up this episode is that they literally allow people that are unvaccinated that are quote unquote, and I got emails of this before that are not on there for long, like on the, in the campus for long, such as a person looking to um, get into like register for courses or something like that. As long as they're not a student, they do not need to be vaccinated. But if you are a student, you have to be vaccinated. So for instance, I'm a student. I need to be vaccinated to go on campus. 
to use the bathroom, to use the bookstore, to see a professor, to go to class, to see a sports game. It's basically what they're saying. Mind you, everybody still has to be masked. Masked. Whereas a neighbor of mine can step on campus saying that they're touring the campus and they can, you know, walk through the campus. They still got to be masked, but they can walk through campus, see all the, see the bookstore, see the learning commons, see the um, cafeteria, the snack shack, the game in place, the whole nine yards. But I can't. I'm paying them thousands and thousands of dollars and I can't go on campus for a single bathroom trip. If I need to use a bookstore for books, I can't grab a book. Something just doesn't feel right. But anyways, guys, as you know, probably some of these might be more of a rant, but that's a-okay because this is my podcast and this is how we think differently. As we know, this podcast is more so of me. See, my motto goes is that we can't have an A side. We can't have a B side. And we can have, well, we can have those sides. But how do we meet in the middle? So this is my way of giving my idea, my thoughts straight out of my head. I'm not doing a bunch of research prior to. And if I am, it's basic research or I'm taking that idea working it through my head and saying, well, this is my thought and this is where it could go. Or this is how I think it should be, which would be incorporating A side, B side, meshing them together to make a C. A plus B equals C. Don't forget that. But no, thank you guys for coming back to another episode. Um, Like I said, I want to try to do these once a month, these podcasts and it's on Spotify, it's on Anchor, it's on, will be on YouTube. So hope you guys stick around. See you next time. Thank you again. Bye-bye.